GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast, where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions to a GFN Philly member. The two guys asking the questions are Bellinar and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey, Bellin, what's going on? Hey, Jimmy. We are pleased to welcome our guest, Alex Pilkington, Chief Operating Officer at the I Am Able Foundation. Hey, Alex, welcome to the show. Hey, Jim, thanks for having me. All right, let's kick off the show. Five questions, and let's start with question number one. What's the one thing from your story that's important for people to know? Yeah, Jim, I really enjoyed this question a lot. You know, it's, you don't have an opportunity very often to answer this question, but I think it's important for people to know that I'm a student of life. I learn through others' experiences, observation. I seek out opportunities to learn and grow both professionally, physically, personally. I'm eager to seek out those opportunities. I also love being in a coach and a mentor and volunteer. I volunteer in, in those capacities for organizations like Bunker Labs, which is a nonprofit that helps veterans and veteran spouses stand up and operate their businesses, as well as I'm a mentor for my alma mater, Michigan State University, helping undergrads you know, figure out the business world. So I enjoy those pieces. No, that's awesome, man. And there's something that my old firm used to say is the term sharpening the saw. Yes. You're not sharpening the saw, it's getting duller. You constantly have to be working on your game. And it's funny because I was actually just having a call before this with a gentleman who's just this master networker and he's going through and he's talking about how he's built this network and that network. And I specifically said, like, I want to learn from you because he's a constant student of the game, to use your terminology, right. right? And if you're not getting better, if you're not trying to figure out those ways, that's why I have piles of business books all around me over here, right? It really helps make life more enriching, too. Yeah, it's important to me to have the balance, right? You know, the old saying, you can't outrun a bad diet. If you want to run or whatever your activity is, you want to learn, what's the rounded aspect of it? For exercise, being an athlete, it's diet, it's exercise, it's proper sleep. It's those pieces that, you, that are important that helps the whole you, right? And I think that applies to everything in business. If you want to learn what's the leadership, you know, understand it from their perspective, understand what the challenges of those cultures and subcultures are within an organization. It's just the whole rounded impact, that well-balanced piece. It's definitely like a sense of community, realizing and accepting the fact that you've been helped along the way and it's just yes. your part and your duty to just reach back and help others out. I really love that mentality. Yeah, my success has nothing to do with me. It's the people that have been around me and given me the opportunity to ask questions and deepen my experience and knowledge so I can ask better questions and learn. I can learn from anybody at anything and, and apply it. That's where I attribute the success from. Question number two. What's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners? I actually have a quote on the bottom of my email signature that I made. It's a quote that I live by. We're only limited to what we can achieve by what we believe we can. So when you're out there and you're doing the 28-mile ruck march or your triathlon or whatever it is, it's, if you believe that you can, you know, it gives you that will, you can achieve it. So that's my quote. I made it, so I'm, I'm quite proud of that. <laughs> there you go. And everyone else that, has, that are Star Wars fans, they just uh, have the bumper sticker from Yoda that says, there is no try, do or do not. And so much of it's true, like we were talking about prior to, to turn on the recording here, a lot of it is mind over matter. The mental toughness is what can get people, particularly through those physically challenging things that you were talking about, like the ultramarathons or the triathlons that have the military background like you yes. are able to accomplish. And you're like, wait a second, you didn't train nearly enough. And you're like, yeah, but I'm one tough SOB. So no one's going to tell me I'm failing except for me. Right. That's words not in my vocabulary and neither is camp, but it's about mindset. It truly is. You know, everything about life is about mindset. You know, where your mindset is at the moment that you need it to be. And, you know, is it the right mindset to get you through that, the objective for mission or you know, the day? Even from a parenting perspective, I read a quote a few years ago and it's like, yeah. you don't want your child to follow in your own footsteps. You want them to follow in the path next to your path. And then you want them to take that further than anyone ever would expect. It's one of those mentalities of not trying to limit anything and really just going out and trying your best. 
Yep. Yeah. My mom used to say she was, if you couldn't get over it, around it, under it, then figure out how to go through it. It's been a good adage for me. Rapid fire. What's your one book? Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. What's your one album? Uh, this was a tough one. I love music uh, and various types of music. I'm going to go with The Doors and the very best of The Doors. What's your one vacation destination? I have two, but I'm going to go with the Adirondacks. What's your one TV series? Yeah, I'm a History Channel guy. The Treasure of Oak Island is one of my favorites. And what's your one movie? Forrest Gump. I can actually relate. People don't like to run with me because they say, how far are we going to run? I said, anywhere between three and 15 miles. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to run, want to run with you if that's the response to it. Yeah. It's so, a little tough to schedule at that point there, Alex. It truly does, but I get lost in it. I love it. You haven't accidentally ran to one ocean and then had to turn around yet. You haven't gone full forest gump on us just yet. Uh, I did that with my bike. Started riding a couple miles, a couple miles got more miles, and then more miles got to more miles. And I said, hey, let's ride to Delaware. So I rode to Delaware. Didn't realize I needed to ride home, but it's a different story. <laughs> we'll say that'll be our follow-up podcast here. So okay. What's the treasure of Oak Island? I was familiar with everything else you said except that one. Oh, it's uh, Oak Island up in Nova Scotia where they're trying to find this multi-hundred-year-old treasure that's been buried underground. I just like the mystery of it. And getting back to your book, I think the big thing that stood out for me when I read it a few years back was the empathetic part of putting yourself in someone else's shoes. He mentions it more like on a relationship level, like you and your spouse or your partner. It was so eye-opening for me because I didn't even think about it at that time. And so I was like, oh my God, I should really start doing that for everyone I talk to because I think it just makes life a lot easier to see where everyone's coming from. It definitely is. And it's a skill. You know, I like how the stories that he shares throughout the book. And you know, to be an effective leader, you have to understand where your team is, where each member in that team is, and what their strengths and their areas of improvement or weakness. Until you get to that level, then you're truly not leading that team. And starting from empathy, that's important. But like I said, it's just a book about just being a good human. Question number four. What's the one charity or cause that you would recommend to the listeners? Well, absolutely. Go at IamAbleFoundation, org. Their mission, what they have achieved and what they're looking to continue to impact the community for people that are alternately abled, you know, cognitive as well as uh, physical is absolutely amazing what folks can achieve. That's my charity. Any specific events that are coming up, Alex, that you want to plug? Well, we have a triathlon coming up in September 17th and 18th, as well as one of the major programs we have is an inclusive adaptive fitness training program, which is an amazing program. It's basically where, you know, OT stops and the physical component, as well as the nutrition side, pick up and bridges that gap for people who need more than just the OT or once OT ended. I'm more than happy to volunteer Jim to run the triathlon for uh, I Am Able. All right. The running part down. I don't have a bike and I don't swim very well, but it doesn't mean I won't give it a shot. Well, you got to run faster. That's all. Fair enough. (laughs) But getting back to the I Am Able Foundation, obviously it hits home for me just having a daughter with special needs and then understanding just the nature of accessibility for programming and somewhere for my daughter Hallie to fit in where she feels like she can have a lot of fun just like any other kid would. You know, it's a new world to me and just what I've been exposed to through the organization. You think you see happiness, but we have this program called I'm Fit and people of varying you know, abilities come out and they participate two nights a week in this program. And I'll tell you what, I've never seen what joy looks like until I've seen these kids and these adults participate in this program. And our motto is you know, to get them up and move, to take down those obstacles. It's humbling. It's emotional to see that these people exercising and moving and doing something that feels normal. But also when you look at the parents, this is an everyday challenge for them that they have time and they can see their children enjoying themselves. I'm just absolutely moved by it, to be honest with you. I just really, truly am. 
And the last question, what's your one tip for building a meaningful connection? There's a lot of things I think that are important to building a meaningful relationship. But when I just boil it down, it's, I really think it's availability. You make yourself available and that could be in many different forms, whether it's just someone needs you to listen to them or give them advice. You know, I think it's important to be available, judgment-free. If you can give yourself freely of that, in that position, in that nature, I think that's how relationships are built for long lasting. It goes back to the, and there's a million different versions of this quote, but 90% of it is just showing up. Just being there, the hardest part, particularly for type A dudes, I've found, is (laughs) not trying to fix whatever it is that they're saying immediately as soon as they stop talking. Being able to listen and say, ah, that's that's tough, as opposed to, you know, I've got some solutions that I can throw at you. It took me a couple of years to realize that. I'm still working on that point. Yeah, and I can appreciate that too. You know, I'm a fixer, I'm a helper, but sometimes the help and the fix that somebody needs is just to be heard. You know, whether it's a network connection or you know, a different type of relationship, it, it doesn't matter. Being available. Just thinking about the advice we've gotten over this episode and maybe even the past 30 episodes, when we're talking about building relationship and maybe network, I think it's just more of that human connection. And I think that's a lot of it is being available, listening, being empathetic to the other person. I think that's the foundation you want to build on. Yeah, you have to enter into with that mindset of being open and available. And you'll connect with people that you connect with. And then there's other people you just, you don't connect with. And that's okay. You know, it could be timing, could be, you know, a lot of different things. Hey, Alex. Well, thanks again for joining us here in the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. My pleasure, Jim. Thank you so much for having me.